Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diorio. Tonight for this celebration party, Jared Fink is coming on in and crashing game night with us tonight. Woo! What up, baby? Yay! And as always, <laughs> we are joined by the beanied one. Although he's hello, very my hello, all my fellow there. nerds. That's right. It's the master of time. Hello. Yeah, I was a few minutes late. That was my guy bad. who <laughs> learns how daylight saving <laughs> time works. Welcome to Arizona, sir. Yeah, I, I'm. In, you could say I'm embracing it because we don't, we don't, we don't serve right daylight savings here. So yeah. I am embracing it wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah, totally forgot about the whole daylight savings thing. Right. <laughs> um, and then, as always, Babyface Theowalski. Hey, what's up, everybody? What's going on, baby? Mm-hmm. And then Lion's Mane with the, with the couch in the corner. <laughs> getting his oh, shots. Man. Getting his, his shots. How's it going, guys? How's it going tonight, Jared? Welcome back to the couch. <laughs> yeah, I love the couch. Yes. Oh, so how how is everything? Uh, I mean, Jared, I'm going to start off with you. How stressed are you guys right now? <laughs> how stressed are we? Uh, we're 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 a lot, a lot. Yep that's that sounds that sounds <laughs> like you're good. <laughs> I I hope everything go, goes well for you guys in the next couple of days, Jared. I really do because you got enough on your plate with everything. Um, you know yeah and of course jerry hey what's up man you know you you no, can't tell no time. worries in the world right now yeah no not really yeah that's right i'm really just embracing my my time right now and and living in the now and <laughs> focusing on me and who who me is you know, you is yes, is <laughs> is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not. What is you? What is me? I, I, I is me. That's what I'm trying to make solid and whole and be oh, no. figure out. So philosophical right now. It's, yeah, it's a yeah. little weird. <laughs> We're reflective. Oh, uh, yeah. To, to be perfectly honest, I just have a lot of time on my hands. Uh, I am looking for work. And just uh, yeah, just kind of enjoying the the time I have, which is like super boring. It's boring. It's super boring. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm ready right. to work now. Yeah, but Jason, since it's so boring, since it's so boring, did you finish Final Fantasy VII? I am. Uh, on it. I I have. If, uh, if Matt doesn't throw me under the ringer, he knows I, I've been. It, didn't we hear you were working on it about like what? Every week so far. Oh my god! Since we last talked to John. Okay, <laughs> I may have been. Lying. I I haven't touched it since like this past week. I'm not gonna hey, lie. Hey, Jerry Newman's already starting. Oh no! Yes, uh, thank sure you, Newman. Is. Yeah, yeah. He said, "Jerry, better never than late." Be- <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I mean, you still so, got time unless Newman's got his PS5. You still got time, and I'm going. I'm going to do it. I'm going okay. to do it. <laughs> I am. I am. T- like, I'm slowly hitting it. I'm getting back into the groove. So, yeah, I- I'm getting there. Uh, Jason, what's up? How How was your first dose today? Ah, uh, the first dose of that that delicious vaccine. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. One, 
where I got it was so well organized and well done. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, it was amazing. It was, it was a really good like experience kind of to say we like they, it was at the Anaheim convention center. But what was mm-hmm. so good about it though? Like, so like everything was organized. Everybody was equally spaced. Yes. Like, so like quick in and out, you have to sign up for certain times, obviously. Mm-hmm. Okay. And once you sign up for the certain time, like we got there, like ours was at twelve forty-five, um, mm-hmm. but we got there early, like at twelve fifteen-ish, and there was nobody there. And it, since it's the convention center, they have you go like a marathon, almost. You know, you walk the almost the entire convention floor. So then there's a ton of space if there is a line for whatever reason whatsoever. So everyone can be socially distanced. Everything has like tape. So everything needs to be like you're still apart. You're still apart. Mm -hmm. The vaccine stations, um, they are super like it's the whole convention floor. And -hmm. there's like four vaccine stations with like maybe six actual like spots where you sit down to get it vaccinated okay it was just oh wow it was super well spaced out even the waiting area because you're supposed to wait 15 15 20 minutes if any like sudden side effects occur oh okay like that is literally another like another half of the hall so you have plenty of space it is very very safe you know it is Everyone though, is just even though they only had like six stations and you're like walking the whole floor. Yeah, like, well, that's did it still take a long time. Like, no, were you for there us, for like an hour. No, uh, like I literally was there for maybe half hour at the most. Oh and wow! 50, so it, and fifteen minutes of it was it's just the sitting. Wedding. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah I registered. Great. I registered for mine today. Yes. Oh, so nice. I am hoping. I can get it before we leave for Phoenix. I'm on like so, five different wait lists right now. So right now um, I'm hoping for the J and J so I can just get one shot and not have to deal with it <laughs> anymore. Um, but let's kind of use that to, to segue into kind of what we're, I want to talk about. And this is first and foremost, I wanted to send our thoughts and prayers out to the loved ones of those that were lost in the let's call it what it is a terrorist attack in in atlanta um there's plenty of excuses being made for the individual but this was honestly when you look at everything this was a targeted attack on the asian community um and i know you know both you know theo and and jason you guys you know you have family that is part of that community um not necessarily down in atlanta um but this is yet again when you look at is another just senseless attack that happened against a targeted community you know first it was we've been seeing it's it's black lives matter then you know the rhetoric's been oh it's the china virus which we all know that is complete crap you know it's covid um it just happened to originate in the northern part of china where there's a lot of exotic species up there and that's kind of where it started. Um, so with this, how does it kind of make you feel and Jason and Theo as being part of that community, when you see them more glorifying and talking about this kind of white guy in his mid to late twenties that 
Um, some reports have said he's got, you know, some addictions and stuff like that, but they seem to be more glorifying and talking about him versus the actual people in the community that got impacted. Jason. Yeah. I mean, like it, first and foremost, you know, I, you, you kind of, I'm kind of tired of hearing people that kind of do this just because it's like, we are a new generation of people and, you know, a lot of this is taught and we need to like kind of unlearn that and be like, yo, like the person that's just sitting next to you, regardless of race or color or whatever, they may be like the next person that like helps you out, gets you a job or like, you know, saves your life or something, you know? And it's, it's kind of tiring because a lot of Asians are being targeted because, oh, it's, it originated in China. I mean, like, if you if it originated in England, or if it originated somewhere where it was predominantly white or predominantly black, whatever, or wherever it may be, would it still be a race thing? You know, and I, I hate bringing back, like, the storming of the Capitol or bringing back other events prior, you know, because we have to, we, sh- we need to learn from these. But it's just the fact that, like, if the storming of the capital was a, a different rate, a different colored race, would it have been as quote unquote, like quote unquote peaceful, you know? You know what? What's funny is you bring that up, right? And you say that Jason is that there was a representative that literally said he, he didn't feel that his safety was threatened because it was white people. Now, had it been black lives matter or Antifa showing up, he would have felt completely unsafe. And having the right, like, yes, all, all Americans should have the right to bear arms. And, you know, I know a lot of people that do, but I mean, it's at some, it's usually needs to be for self-defense, you know, leave it at home. Like Mm -hmm. there's no reason why you need to wield it around saying like, Oh, like I have the power, you know, it's, it's, what are you, what are you trying to protect yourself from? You know, if it's somebody invading your home, yes, that makes sense. But if you're out in the street and somebody just says, hey, how's it going? You could shoot him. Like, it'd be like, hey, he approached me. And it's like, whoa, what? Wait, how did this escalate from zero to 100? You know? That's, I, I, I'm not, again, I'm not pointing views and such, but it's just my, my initial thought of being, like, Asian. Like, I was down in... Garden Grove. As a, as a, I have a question for you guys. So, yeah. would you guys say that this is still re- residual? I don't know, uh, like a, a residual, like uh, shockwave from the previous administration to where we're kind of still at the ter- uh, at a point of turning of the tides to where we're trying to get to more tolerance and more compassion. Or do you feel like there really hasn't been that big of a change right now? I, for me, I think it's a residual in terms of the acceptance of it, in terms of, I think it's been going on for quite some time, you know, there's been an issue with, you know, we look at, you know, Black Lives Matter, that goes back several, mm. several years for yeah, everything that happened out in, you know, Missouri and stuff, mm. um, if not longer, you know, and we probably don't hear about a lot of the tax that happen on like the Asian and Hispanic communities. 
Um, it's just been amplified over the last four years because you had somebody that was absolutely supporting white supremacy. When you sit there and say that Charlottesville, there's great people on both sides. No, you're amplifying hate. And I think that's the problem. I think that's where, where you talk about Jerry is just that, that hangover from the previous administration is, is that thing, the rhetoric over the last year since COVID started has been very, very targeting the Asian community straight up by calling it the China virus. Mm. You want to be, that's as racist as you can get with it. And I think that's where a lot of this is amplified um, because of that. And it's going to take a lot of, you know, just preaching and trying to, like you say, um, Jason say, unlearn, you know, a lot of things that have been taught to people by their parents, um, you know, and more so from what we just went with for the last couple of years. I kind of, I kind of think a little, a little bit of the same, like, yeah, I think it's pretty obvious for anyone that follows me that I'm not a connoisseur of Trump, but, um, <laughs> you know, I don't, I, I don't think racism is a new or novel thing for the United States, right? I mean, we've kind of been struggling yeah. with this shit since we started yeah. and I mean, we were in, in all, in all forms, basically. And definitely, you know, Trump emboldened, you know, I, I don't know that he necessarily like, I, I don't think he made it bigger than it already is i think he just made racists comfortable with being racist which which is probably an equally pervasive problem and and i don't think that that this shit's gonna get dialed back right like i, I don't i feel like like i live up here in, in kind of like white nationalist headquarters land in the northern idaho pacific northwest area and and it's like they're out now right it's like they're not the, the toothpaste is out of the tube yep. kind of a thing mm. like they're not mm-hmm. going to squish that stuff back in there they're not going back home like they're out now they're enforced they're organized so it's definitely like I, they're I not like, as as in secret as they used to be right. years ago yeah right. and then they're, they're i mean they're they're coordinating right i mean they're training they're 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 working in political campaigns they're raising funds they have like organizations now to like go and push their agenda mm-hmm. they have an entire faction that they're kind of pushing and i feel like like it's this kind of like identity crisis moment that we're approaching as a country. And we, we're definitely going to, it's going to happen, right? There's a conflict here. Like, like one of these things has to end because it can't exist in the same system anymore. It's like mm, yeah. we're racist or we're not. And if we're going to accept all people, then this shit has to go away. And if we're going to be a bunch of, mm-hmm. wearing a bunch of sheets and then this stuff's not going to work. Right. So yeah. it's like, it feels like we're headed in that direction. And, and it's just, it's awful because, you know, I, I grew up on a farm, you know, with a heavy gun family, like I own guns, like I, I like shooting stuff. I like hunting, but I also like don't need to like carry it to the grocery store and I don't and I don't hunt gaggles of deer. So I don't need like semi-automatics. Right. It's like mm. the whole like there's this whole connection of like you can be that hasn't really been pursued because we've been so polarized. It's like you can be a gun owner and also want gun control. Mm-hmm. Right. Like there, yeah. there's all these kind of crossovers and all this stuff. It's not left or right. It's not, you know. And so I feel like once we start operating in, in a more open-minded fashion, I think we're going to find some some kind of compromise. But right now it just feels like we're, we're tribalized. Like we're all kind of waving a flag and then that's like who we're charging for and that's it. And if and, and I think that's definitely was emboldened by Trump. And obviously the Asian stuff with the virus and what we're dealing with, like all of that stuff. 
but I don't, I don't, I don't know that Trump necessarily created new racists, right? I, I don't think no. that he was out like. Mm-hmm. No, I think I think you were correct in that he made it. Com- he made it so that it they okay. are comfortable being out, right. saying what they whatever they want to say. That that comfort is is out now to where like it's okay. They feel like it's okay, where it's not. I, I personally like. I know you guys will disagree with me, but I personally don't think that that came from Trump. I think. I do think he enhanced it a little bit, but that has been way before Trump even came around. Because for me, there is such a gray line between racism and profiling, Right. Per, to be perfectly honest. Because like anything with this whole culture is that profiling is okay, but it can be playful, but it's also racist. So it's such a weird gray line. So like a, a, like a common joke is I'm an Asian that can't do math. Or, Profiling and racist. Yeah. yeah. Technically speaking. Yeah, watch out. Depending you know. on how I take it. It can yeah. be racist or it can be profiling. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's really hard to, in my opinion, to, to narrow it down to a person or a cabinet or anything like that it's been a culture for decades it's like i've known this culture for my entire life for three decades so like i i like yeah he made it comfortable but i think it was comfortable even before that yeah we had because of how the culture is i mean we have systemic racism that we've all Mm -hmm. like kind of just accepted yeah Yeah. but i but i think it's i think it's a pretty coherent comfort to see that you know, we're we're seeing more and more incidences where it, it like I, I there were things that I've seen people say on YouTube that I, I I didn't see when YouTube first came out and like when you know social media was still kind of new. But you still you you thought like a fight on YouTube was like the coolest video to come out because mm-hmm. you didn't really well, we, we were used to yeah <laughs> or like bum fights that came out like that yeah. was a thing and that was like the most exciting thing that was because we weren't used to seeing all of this come out now what was that what was that trend that was like a couple years ago that it was just kids that randomly went up to wall street guys or whatever no no no, it was anyone yeah it was anyone the knockout the knockout knockout challenge challenge. yeah but then they started hitting women and old ladies and and yeah like we've gotten to this point it's been elder um asians yeah as of late because there was just an attack out in san francisco Mm. Um, where two elderly women, one of them got ambushed, and basically a guy just ran up and just decked her. Right. I'm not saying I'm not um, saying that this this was all because of one administration or one, but I no. the one thing I am saying is that because of someone in a higher position that made it seem be okay in numerous tweets or videos or even speeches, down, right? Like you yeah, didn't, you didn't say no. Exactly. Correct. In with all of that made it made doors open for that comfort i think to enhance and to come out further it emboldened them more so because accelerating right like more of this stuff is happening now right yeah it does feel like we're i mean obviously like even during the obama like it it all has been like accelerating Mm -hmm. so i think even since like 9 11 it feels like we've really just been on this plateau yeah yeah really pointing fingers i mean it was like muslims for a minute and it was like right kind of and now, I, Jared, I think you're right. It's gonna, you're, it's at a plateau, and eventually, it's gonna get to the tipping point. Which, which side is it gonna go? And I agree, it's gonna get to that point that 
you know, I mean, we might have like to the way with people, right? Like there's more of us by demonstrable numbers than like the small group of white nationalist assholes. The problem is it doesn't take a lot of assholes with guns to do a lot of damage. Right. Yep. And that's the problem. And it, so I don't know. I mean, uh, but, but with Jared's point, it's like, it's all, it's usually somebody pointing to somebody else for responsibility. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the culture we've been living in. It's like it, you, you can blame the millennials, you can blame Gen Z, or oh, absolutely. Whatever. It's but, always it's like it's not my fault. Yeah. It's something blame else. Dr. Seuss. It, it's, that's <laughs> totally true. That's totally true. But it, it's gonna. It, but it's gonna get to the point where we're gonna have to look back and just say, okay, where do we go from here? Because I, I, I mean, it, cause you, the way that we're going, each generation is just gonna technically get worse and worse from anybody's perspective because the, the millennials are hated for what we are mm-hmm. and then gen z is hated for not knowing anything that anything that any millennial Dude. or gen x has yeah. experienced so, i mean i recently yeah. watched a video of a mom trying to teach her kids how to make change out of 20 for 1725 and they were baffled on how she came up with 275 <laughs> Do you see the one when uh, the mom gave the kid a CD player and a CD? Like this is like, what, what we, is this? Yeah, they had, right. it, oh, it yeah. took him a minute to figure out. Or the like, cassette tape, and he's like, yeah. "You can do it on the other side." What, what does that mean? The rotary and I think phone. To that point, oh god! Right? All the rotary. I remember. I saw that one too. <laughs> I think the point, though, and also too, is you look at you know they came from an M. Yeah, and they specifically went after "Love the Way You Lie." Which all they thought of was, oh, it's amplifying, uh, you know, violence against women. But it's like, dude, do you realize why he wrote that song the way he did? Right. It was to bring awareness to domestic violence. Yeah. And And it's like, it's a matter of culture. It's like... But that's so, also part. That's also part of that plateau. Is this cancel culture? Where where is the line? And also, like, do your research. How mm-hmm. how many mistakes have there been made that have al- that have already mm-hmm. ruined careers or potentially mm-hmm. ruined careers or people's lives just because they had one tweet that was one thought or. Mm-hmm. They did something 15, 20 years ago where clearly that is a good enough time to change your views and to figure out who who you are. You know, at 20 20 years old, I didn't know who I was and I'm still figuring it out. But obviously, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, where's the line? If and we're going to don't, don't make if, it sound like you're so young. You're making it if, sound like 29 was only a year right? ago. I mean, <laughs> if we're really gonna if we're really gonna can go after cancel culture, right? And they're they're really gonna try to start targeting things. They need to target the hate, and let's let's stop the hate because even then, on like TikTok, I saw a video that was these two white kids that were sitting there saying, "Well, you know, it was something to the point of you know you're gonna just gonna be continuing. You know, why are you listening to this degenerative rap?" And they were more looking at it as targeting the older generation, right? But here's the thing is when you look at what Tupac was doing, you want to they call that mm. degenerative, but you look at the song Changes. Yeah. And he was speaking up about the atrocities that, you know, some of that violence has had on, on him, you know, on the black lives, and that we have to make changes to make everything better. Mm-hmm. So we need to basically come down to it and stop the hate. Period. 
I feel like there's a positive like outlook though through this whole thing. Like as shitty as it is right now, this kind of feels to me a little bit like the the last movement of a dying animal or something. Because I think like as time goes on, just by like the law of diminishing return, like straight up white ethno state dudes, like their numbers are going to keep shrinking as we keep mingling, right? It's just like yeah, over yeah, time, yeah. We're, we're basically like ending their thing, which is why they're doing this, right? It's like they, right. they can see this just as well as we can. And especially up here where I live, like that's that's kind of the plan. They want to start their own like state, this white ethno state where they can secure the white privilege and the white race and all this heritage bullshit that like I don't even really know what that even stands for, honestly. You know, it's kind of like the same guys that, that wave the Confederate flag and like it's our heritage. Like what what is your heritage in like like slavery? Like what is the defining difference between you and a non-Confederate? I just perfect point. You know, I, perfect I just point. It. So but I think I think over time, like we're we're just gonna kind of like push them out, right? It's like because there's more of us, and we're gonna keep doing what we're doing. And every new generation out. seems like obviously there's racist people in every kind of sect, but it does feel mm-hmm. like newer generations are more open-minded about all of this stuff. It's like when you talk to like a 17 or to through 20 year old, because I work with like a lot of kids too, like in that age, and like LGBTQ stuff and all this kind of like stuff that was a huge deal for like our generation. Like they don't even talk yeah. about this shit. They're just yeah. like, whatever. Like they I'm- see it as a normal thing now. And yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that's the growth that we're, we're needing. It's just, yeah, it's becoming generational, but and that's the pushback from like old white men, basically. Right. They're like, yeah. no, <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. right. I don't know. So, I don't really know, obviously. I'm just another white guy saying shit, so. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not saying the wrong shit. You know, I just try to be open-minded because I feel um, like that's I mean, at the same time is, is anybody talking about it, right? It's like that's the other issue is like all the people that are talking about this policy and creating this policy are old white men. So it's yep. Just, I mean, at the same time with that, like most of the world, like it, it's all mixed – nowadays anyways because i mean like we were talking about i have asian heritage i look white as hell oh yeah like i'm i'm yeah. like, like pure I, I, white I, uh, like i don't like, think you can like, get more white than me i, I think, like, I think next, is more tan than you do. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah like like ne- next to, next to my last name you never would have thought that i was hispanic right no, no, I didn't see. I grew, I'd I'd grew up in Long Beach, man. And, I'd, 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 dude, I, I, I've been, I've been talking like a surfer dude and a skater dude since high school. Uh, I, I, so many people are like, "You're, you're Mexican." Like, <laughs> always, I always get that look. Like, <laughs> my last name's Barrera. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that I think it's that culture, though. I think. Oh yeah, um, it's been a you know, I, culture. but I just think it's I think it's the culture I, like to Jared's point, right? It's going to eventually going to hopefully die out because you know it is that older generation that seems it's okay to hate on certain nationalities, ethnic groups. You know, um, I've experienced it myself because I mean, and I'm not going to go into detail because you guys know the stories and, and yep. whatnot, and I know the just because I'm Italian and there's a lot of derogatory things that came with the italians back when you know the great melting pot era everything coming through ellis island and stuff like that um so yeah at that point we just need we just need to stop the hate Mm -hmm. um now that being said something that has seemed to kind of create both sides as well um is the snyder cut that came out today Mm. Mm. um some people have said they love it some people have said they hate it still. 
Um, I know I've completed it. Theo, you've completed it. Jerry, how far did you get into it? Uh, I'm at the uh, fight with. Whoa, um, whoa. Okay. I'm at zero, <laughs> sir. You've at least seen the original Justice League, right? No. You didn't see the first Justice League. Okay, we are way beyond Statute of Limitations. There's no spoilers with Bernie's I'm not really giving you anything. Uh, No, we're not giving anything. I'm at the the fight with uh, Steppenwolf. That's it. Okay. Okay. So I thought... I'm almost done. And Jerry, you finished too, right? I'm almost done. I'm at the fight with Steppenwolf. I'm pretty much done. I, I like a good portion of what they added back in because it added more context back to how ragtag some of the scenes felt in the original movie. But that being said, you can't shine it up any more than what it actually already was. Um, uh, I mean, there I was... still enjoy, I enjoyed it more, but it was still not a great movie because was, mm, they I mean, all needed their own movies that, first. There were some mm. c- certain I, approaches like, that I definitely agreed with that helped improve it. I mean, like, I feel like it was light and day for the flash in comparison to the movies. I'll give you that for sure. And, and I liked the additional backstories with each character that was introduced with justice league and everything. But there was certainly, I think, um, added up. You could shorten the movie by an hour and still be pretty much on par with where it's but- at. If DC pulled a Marvel and actually gave them their own movies prior to Justice League, you oh, wouldn't yeah. have needed all of that that backstory. Oh yeah, you would have had it a lot easier, especially because and you should be equating this Justice League to. And I know a lot of people are like trying to equate it to Endgame, but no, you should be equating it to First Avengers mm-hmm. because it's the first occasion of them coming together into one team. Mm-hmm. So that's what. And that's what it should be really being associated with. And and like you said, Marvel did it right. They had the building blocks set up for Avengers so that way you don't have to spend so much time on the individual characters mm-hmm. in order for the, uh, the, the team together to make sense. Jared, what did you think? Without spoilers. No spoilers. Um, I'm like a huge comic book junkie. You know, I've been reading books since I was a, a kid. I've definitely always been like a strong Marvel guy over the DC dudes. Like I just didn't attach myself to the characters as much. So like, I think part of, I guess part of my feeling towards it is just that, like, I like obviously love Batman, but like Superman for me always kind of felt stale and some of these other characters. But that being said, like, I don't know I thought I thought the first one was 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 like a burning dumpster fire of a superhero movie and this one felt like they put an extinguisher to the dumpster fire but the dumpster was still there so like I, I mean I, I dug it like there was some good stuff I like that they fleshed out some <laughs> that's a good one that's the best <laughs> mental image that's a good I could have like had that for that entire movie <laughs> <laughs> that poor burnt dumpster is still there <laughs> I do like that one yeah you just like, still it, smell it <laughs> it's pretty good it felt like the fundamental stuff was kind of broken from the get-go. And, like, I think he did a really good job of making it a cohesive movie. Kind of like, I thought, like, what, like Wonder Woman. Like, I didn't think Wonder Woman was, like, this mind-bending great experience, but I thought it was, like, a good, solid movie. I was like, this is a good DC movie. Like, we found a good one finally. Here we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And this kind of felt like it was in that vein, but it's still just like, ugh. You know what? I Like, I hate it less, I guess, is my final review. Yeah. So, like, uh, I agree. I as much as everything that I've seen, um, 
being a fan of Zack Snyder, and like honestly, I am a fan of his. Um, I think he went kind of the safe route because I was getting a real Watchmen vibe from this huge Snyder cut, like the okay. feeling, the the pacing, the the cuts, um, the over explanation and background. Yeah, oh, that's you fair. Know? I thought the pacing was a little was on par though mm, I, I thought it was a mm, little bit faster than Watchmen, but i thought mm, it had a good rhythm there wow. there were there were points where like he was slow mowing on like on a security guard yeah that was just mm. so like dude make a quick dude, cut. just do a quick cut like dances with wolves had no. better pacing <laughs> <laughs> that's then that's saying something man water world so, like pacing. yeah <laughs> so like oh, oh. Damn. um I got to say, I got to say, I think it was, it, yeah, it was a saved movie. I'd say, like, I would say that this was a more solid Justice League movie, uh, but it just wasn't, it just wasn't there from the get-go because it just didn't, yeah, you guys are right. It just, it needed I, more, more oomph from the other characters to build it up. And this just, just felt so, like like a safe like a safety cry. Like so, I have a question with a matter of perspective. Now with and, Zack oh, Snyder, if I can if I can add just one more thing, there was a okay. huge gaping hole that I had a huge problem with that I think was overlooked. Okay, we can talk about that after. Yeah, so there's no um, spoilers. But now that we um, have Zack Snyder's and it's marginally better, do we still think it's within the bottom three of all DC movies? Because we definitely know that Batman versus Superman is by far on the bottom. Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Shazam, and then whatever you guys want to put up. You put um, Shazam that low? Really? I enjoyed Shazam. So did I. It was at one, two, and three. Oh, for top. Okay. Top. I was going from the bottom well, up. You gotta put, oh, you gotta sorry. Put, you have to put Batman Begins and dark knight no no i, I thought we were just talking about dcu um, movies yeah. oh you want to talk about dc yeah just dcu okay. movies yeah. DCU, right um yeah honestly i mean whatever my whatever bottom, my bottom two play, right now is batman versus superman and wonder woman that's that's last that's so last i have not book. i have not watched 1984 yet so oh, i have oh, no context yeah that'll probably be just before batman versus but superman here's the thing is I there were parts of Batman v Superman that I enjoyed, but that's because it was borrowing some from one of my favorite comics, which is the Death and Rise of Superman. Which in, and, it mm, should be lower Dark because of that. Um, well, no, no, no. I'm I didn't say I'm raising it up the bar there at all. I'm just saying I enjoy pieces of it, but because that was like the best arc of Superman, that right? Right there, and and they cut it into half of a goddamn. It, I don't. I can't get into it. I I hate that <laughs> movie. Do it. They just like I, yeah. It, it, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. And um, and the fight. Like, and, did you and, say Martha? Like, and isn't that fight supposed to be like Martha? so iconic in, That's in my a mom um, movie? Yes. I'm, yeah. So I hate that movie. I hate okay, that movie. So yeah. I hate that movie too. I'm, I hate that movie, Jerry. So the original, <laughs> the original Justice League, okay. I had down below Batman v Superman. Really? Mm-mm, the original? No. no, the original. Okay. No, no, no I know what you're saying. Josh Whedon. Um, because it's, there was a lot of... It still had, it still had entertainment issues. factor. It still had entertainment factor. So did... I pushed yeah, that I would put, right in forward of Batman v Superman. I would put the Snyder cut 
above Batman v Superman, but not by much. This is very okay. weird that you're Just like. Wait until you watch 1984 because yeah. you're more and predominant on our DC on our page. You're, I, am you're very, I am more being really DC critical. Um, yeah, you're being really. I'm, being said, I'm impressed. I, I mean, let's look. I mean, it was crap. Yeah. So, I mean, when you look at like Justice League, right? It's just honestly, there was Cyborg needed his own movie beforehand. Flash, I don't like Ezra Miller as Flash. I don't agreed. Um, agreed. Now, that being said, though, I'm reserving judgment like I would for, say, them resurrecting Spider-Man after the debacle that was Spider-Man 3 with the uh, emo Tobey Maguire. Um, Because the fact is we are going to see almost Flashpoint. So I want to see how they do it because we are getting Michael Keaton back, who is by far, hands down, in my opinion, will always be the best live the action definitive the, li- the best live action batman yeah. now well, batman the and batman bruce. the best it, batman it overall the and bruce the whole package the best yep. overall though is still kevin conroy but that was the animated show versus live action oh, so i differentiate true. the two no, but but i mean Kev, uh but michael keaton was still the best package now, for live action if yeah, we're looking because then we have the other ones are just half okay other, that are decent. Where's michael Right now, if we're talking DC movies. I still though, like Bale, man. I liked Bale. Bale was oh, my I love Bale. I love Bale. Bale's my hard second. I still French. like Affleck yeah. for Bruce and Bale for Batman. I like Bale for Batman and Keaton for Bruce. I think if I could like melt um, together. Oh, that but I like said, Keaton all around, though. I like Keaton all that around. Being said, yeah, me too. Yeah. Nothing, nothing is as bad as Batman and Robin. <laughs> we don't talk about that. We don't talk about. It. You know what? I mean, George Clooney doesn't even talk about that. So no, he doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> Anytime the question comes up in interviews, he apologizes. Like, Next question. We're not. Or he apo- and he apologizes. But now here's George Clooney more than Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer uh, is I above actually like Val George. Kilmer more than George Clooney. Yeah. 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 Wow. Oh yeah. That being said, Batman Forever still wasn't a great movie. Nope. Um, yeah. And honestly, I would say in some ways the Snyder Cut is better than Batman Forever. Um, but that doesn't say much, though, because that whole bottom group, yeah. you might as well just throw a dart at a dartboard for who's the worst because it's all going to be the same. Um, well, the thing for me, like with that being said for Batman Forever, I actually feel the villains did it for me for Batman Forever to set it above yeah, uh, Zack Snyder's because they I mean, Tommy Tom Lee Jones yeah. and Jim Carrey was, was, was so good. Okay, yeah, but, Jim but, Carrey is Riddler. I will give you, but Tommy Lee Jones thing, is two faces. But, but this is the thing, though. Tommy Lee Jones had to match like kind of the crazy of what the Riddler was because of the tone of the yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone expected that performance from from Jim Carrey. Right. Yeah. At the height of his career. Yep. From the mask, liar, liar, all of that. We were going to get something wacky and colorful. I still don't think it was the strongest depiction of what Riddler could be. No. Oh, no. That's why I'm excited for the It was too playful for Riddler. It was too playful. Like evil strategizing Riddler, right? The the Arkham Riddler, for me, is like the closest they get from the comic books. It's Mm. his psychosis is to beat Batman at his own game. And that that's what and makes him crazy. Like I, that's what I love. And you know how critical I am when it comes to, to Batman, because Batman is my favorite comic book character, hands down. Um and I, I'm excited. I am going on record, Jerry, and I'm saying this. I am excited 
for the Batman. Me too, man. It looks good. Mm-hmm. I've been saying, um, yeah, I've been saying it since they they announced they they cast him. It's he's gonna do a good job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ever since, I, like, I've seen a lot of his indie movies, and I'm like, dude, he's he's he stepped up his game. He, he really. That being Tenet, said, yeah, so good in Tenet. That yeah. being said, it is DC, yeah. and they do reserve the right to screw it up somehow. True, oh, yeah, but that's going to be on the writers and the uh, directors more than things. <laughs> um. So let's move on to some gaming news. Can I get some of the stuff away so we can get to the, the rest of the big news for the night? So, yeah, yeah. Um, downside this week happened um, over at Activision where they let go uh, 50 plus of their employees. Uh, a good portion of them were within the esports and the live events area. Oh, I mean, that um, kind of makes sense. They yeah. are looking at it. Everybody's going more digitally. So they're kind of trying to shift that way. Um, now part of it also was layoffs over at king.com who makes candy crush. Um, they saw cutbacks as well, but here's, here's the BS out of all of this, which makes me really not want to even touch call of duty or anything anymore because it's Activision is that U S workers received a minimum of 90 day severance. Not, that's not terrible in when it comes to severances for layoffs and stuff like that. Um, they are going to get health benefits for an entire year, so they don't have to deal with COBRA or anything, which is a good thing. That's though. nice. Um, they're going to get job transition support. But here is the slap in the face. They were all given a $200 gift card to Battle.net, which is Blizzard's online game service. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we are going to fire you. But, but you can play our games. Still use our ga- play our games. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. wow actually that is <laughs> that is turning into a meme in itself right now and <laughs> thanks for all your hard work and now I mean, I, play it now that, that you don't work here. that's an interesting level because i mean like even like you guys what? know when i got laid off they yeah reposted my exact position and said i could apply for it I feel like that takes it a whole new level by just like, okay, yeah. here's here's some free money to play what you used to work on. <laughs> it's like you worked right. in Subway and like, here, take this spicy Italian home with you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, man, you the cold cut now combo. you don't have to come back. <laughs> like, what? No, man, we're going to give you the cold cut combo instead. Yes. There you go. Um, so I do hope that a lot of those esports folks do land on their feet because um, in the esports realm, a major announcement dropped uh, about an hour and a half ago i think is when i text you guys wow. yeah let you know something that. Like that um two hours something like it was that. at 4 30 so actually it was about now going on six hours ago so as we're recording this but uh sony in a partnership with rts acquired evo the massive fighting tournament i am shocked at that i am shocked you hear that, that activision even sony is still supporting the esports. Esports. <laughs> now, here's the thing: is Evo does have games in it that are not on Sony platforms, like yep. Smash Brothers. Um, Sony has already come out and said that they are going to be open to collaborating with other platforms to have those games still at Evo. Nice. That'll good be awesome. Them. That's good. Good on them. Um, in response, as well, um, Evo did come out. With a statement today in response to this, 
And it reads in part for those that are the listeners at home. Um, Evo would not be possible without the collective passion and collaborative or collaboration of the fighting game community. And we're deeply grateful for your dedication over the past 25 years. We know last year was challenging due to the pandemic and the circumstances surrounding the cancellation of Evo online involving a former team member who has been completely separated from our company. Um, and real quick for those listeners at home, you remember that we did have Ninja Amp, Ninja Nam on, you know, around the time those cancellations were happening to talk about those things and, and their view of actually how hard it really was to have those online tournaments. Um, they go on to say, we want to reaffirm that harassment or abuse of any kind has no place within Evo or any of our future events. And we're taking every precaution to make sure members of our community will always be treated with the, the, the respect, dignity and decency you deserve. In order to deliver on the trust you all have all put in Evo, we realize that we need an experienced strategic partner who truly respects the spirit of the FGC. For those that don't know, understand that it's fighting game community. Um, this is why we're excited to announce that Evo has become part of the, the joint partnership of Sony Interactive Entertainment and RTS. The new partnership is committed to bringing amazing tournaments and competitive gaming experiences back to you this year and beyond. We're thrilled to work with the teams at PlayStation and RTS to bring you Evo 2020 online this August. More information on the event will follow. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you for your continued support. Tony and Tom Cannon. So I, I think this is a great move. Um, it, it bolsters Sony's presence because they really haven't had one other than being the hardware provider quotation marks to some of the the tournaments right but they haven't actually been involved with it much like you have xbox having the halo championships you have nintendo hosting mario maker championships splatoon smash brothers so i think this this does give sony a, a new platform but i do love the fact that sony will be open to working with the other platforms to still have those fighting games at well, it's their, the other thing, it's they're in. They, they're also the only ones who don't have any kind of esports championship going around. So, it, yeah, it's a great move. Um, and, you know, it's they're backing something that has a lot of weight to it. Fighting games are still around. Those, those competitions are awesome. And, uh, yeah, they're, so they're putting their foot down and getting in there as well. I'm kind of excited. Yeah. I want to see what they do now because who knows that they might make it, they might bring back the Sony experience or PlayStation experience yeah. God, along with that. Evo. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be cool. I think it would go in tandem with the PlayStation experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm kind of 50 50 on this. You know, mm. um, it is great that Evo does have a massive sponsor now or like a, a yep. you know, yeah come around but how much are they going to be involved or like or are they going to revamp exactly. the whole exactly. thing that's kind of your your worry jason yeah. mm-hmm. a, a little I bit get that a little bit of that but at the same time too like you the lineup that is always at evo um that's what i'm going to be questioning because mm-hmm. mortal Kombat is a major one that's yep. predominantly xbox um, However, they have been doing <clears throat> Sony has been doing online tournaments for PlayStation for months now for that. Yeah. For more and it, it's again, it just depends because if you talk to a lot of fighting game community uh players, like they know that the netcode on PlayStation is not as great as 
like Xbox is, you know, mm. and they all, they all know that. And it's, it's getting better. It's getting better. But I mean, like to have the online tournament is kind of still the, I don't know, like it's kind of still that iffiness because if one, one person has like a, a power spike or whatever, it causes that lag, those literal five frames can mean the difference of the game. Mm-hmm. And unless it goes back Damn, once, once know. it goes, once it goes back to like face to face competition, then it would be really great for them. Mm-hmm. But I think Sony is catching them at the low. So unless they bring like Sony has to put in a little bit more effort than they expect to right now in order to bring it back up to the high, you know, mm-hmm. and it's great too for Sony because Evo has so many tournaments that go in tandem with Capcom, Capcom cup. And like there's Evo Japan, Evo, like Evo America. Yeah. There's a lot of them that just, that Sony can now be international with. This. They can all be, Sony can be a part of all of it. Yeah. Sony's now going to be international. I, I see Jason's point because it's like, it's still very business strategic as well. Cause like he said, like, you have, is you're, you're mm-hmm. buying your stocks at a low and you're, yeah. you know, what's going to shoot up as soon as situations change <laughs> type of deal. And, and I can, I could definitely see that. So, but I, but, I, I, I agree with Jason that it's definitely, it's, it's kind of mm-hmm. sucks that it's online. Um, yeah. but, well, but right I mean, now, but right they now. don't really have any other choice. But again, it really. becomes that whole Correct. Disney thing where like how much of Sony is going to be in Evo now. Mm. You know, and that's that again is the big question. You know, it's great, but how much are you gonna push X Y Z? How is it gonna change? Mm-hmm. Just like with yep. uh, like yeah, E three with people leaving and how much that changes. Yeah, yeah. how much? <laughs> yeah, when people leave, when people come in, yeah, like all the indie mm-hmm. games that go uh, on the side in tandem. You know, like how how is that gonna mm-hmm. fix all that? Yep, I don't know. So the other thing that came out this week along with that um, for Sony is they announced their play at home um, extension now, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so as part of the play at home earlier in the month, um, they announced that they were going to have Ratchet and Clank be that free game, kind of like they did on Uncharted last year. Um, they came out this week and announced they're adding more games to the lineup. So, they're adding, um, oh, Rez you know, just when you look at it, man. Abzu, Rez. Rez, The Witness, Gungeon, um, Subnautica, Moss, which was a big VR game for them, Astrobot, um, Paper Beast, and Thumper. Now, one other game is they are doing Horizon Zero Dawn for free as oh, yeah. well um, starting April 19th. And it's mm-hmm. the definitive edition. Yes. Yeah. So full game. So um, when we look at it, um, Abzu is one of those games I've kind of always looked at and been like, I don't know if I want to try it or not. You know what? I'm, I will take it for free and play it and give it a try. Um, I've been the same way with the witness. I've ever played that. Um, Res Infinite looks incredibly beautiful. I've never played it. It is amazing. Like I was Um, able to play it at the E3 demo. Oh, mm. Like, oh no way! Yeah, it's it literally is like if you play Tetris Effect, it's very yeah. similar because you just get lost mm. in the the music, you get lost yeah. in the gameplay. Um, now the Witness, I have actually beaten that game. 
Um, it is a oh, fantastic puzzler this. in the vein of Mist. Yeah, I've been wanting um, yeah. to play that. Oh, wow. So um, for those that are kind of you know watching at home and, and listening, also we do have that article, that review article, still up on the website, um, and, and my thoughts and takes on it. It was it was very very good. Um, as much as as close to a Mist game as we're going to get mm. currently right now. Um, and then when you look at everything too, is you've got. For VR, Astrobot Rescue Mission, which is what put <laughs> Astrobot really, truthfully on the map and gave us, you know, Astro's yeah. Playroom for the the PS5. God, um, you have Playroom. Moss. No. You know, you have Thumper, which has been getting great reviews. Really? Oh, rad. Yeah. Yep. And then Paper Beast, which um, that looks that, that one looks, that one awesome. looks sick. That yeah. one looks really yeah. cool um, for those that have a VR. So um, those will be. Um, Available starting March 25th, and then they're going to run through till um, April 22nd. Okay. Um, now, today was also the Square Enix event, which some of us were looking forward to to see kind of what they would announce because they did say they were going to announce some new stuff. Um, so just a quick <laughs> overview on it. Um, this They started out with another Outriders trailer. Um, they did a little... A little bit for Laura Croft's 25th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, they announced, you know, a, there's the Netflix animated show coming. They announced that they're going to make a Tomb Raider cookbook. Um, the big one, That's though, was that they're the releasing um, Tomb Raider Definitive Survivor Edition, which is going to yeah. be all three games bundled together. That'll be cool. Which will be really games. cool. They were, they were um, good games. Yep. Then they announced uh, Just Cause Mobile. Then you got Space Invaders mobile uh, AR game coming. Um, uh, Two How Spell Bubble, which kind of looked like a, a bust a move, bubble bobble kind of mm-hmm. knockoff clone. Um, Darius Cosmic Revelation, um, another bubble bobble. Uh, they announced that today um, the Avengers upgrade for the PS5 and the um series x as well as the hawkeye story are all available whoop de doo basil and that black panther is coming <laughs> later this year um i will like, say they made black, black panther look really freaking cool but still i'm not gonna play that game much like snyder cut <laughs> there's not much you can do to improve it yeah i mean you i know, think they, um, i think they did a decent job of making it look good but i know from talking to oh, that's it. jerry and matt like this is really that's so all awful. they did gonna, that's all they did bro it, they're gonna make it so it kind of looks it is like a it's beautiful a shiny yeah. golden fleeced turd that's exactly yep. what it is golden so, fleeced golden wow. fleece because um, it really does look pretty it, it, does, it does look, look pretty but it, the gameplay but, just wasn't great on it um no. and then you've got um they showed off Balan Wonderworld, uh, Life is Strange sequel, uh, True Colors. That looked mm. interesting. That looked I'm, like uh, I'm they also excited for Life is Strange. Yeah, mm. they also announced Life is Strange Remaster Collection, which will come out later on this year as a standalone. But it will also be part of, I guess, the definitive edition or collector's edition, whatever they want to call it, of True Colors. It'll be included for <clears> free. <throat> and then Project Athea, which is that that new ip that we saw during the initial playstation 5 yeah. event i am um, so happy finally answered the question and it looks it finally gets good. its name and it's going to be called um uh, forspoken yeah and it'll be due out um next year and i think the coolest thing about it is it's got a dragon that's chasing you <laughs> it's that cool awesome. man. 
it it almost like I, I hate to be blasphemous, but it was almost like Avatar Avatar ish. Seeing her powers, I mean, just just a little bit. Maybe I'm wrong because I haven't finished it, and I have to. I still have to finish that. Yeah. So but, overall, which Avatar are you referring to? Uh, Ang. Okay. But but like but what I'm saying is like uh, but you haven't you, even you fully it? watched the show, so you can't talk. Sir. I know. I, I, in saying that, I'm just saying like the um, gameplay, like the the powers that she kind of wields, kind of looks along that line. It looks really cool, and the terrain, jumping from terrain, and it looks amazing. Yeah, the engine that they're using is yep. and then spectacular. It looks beautiful. Square also made some bigger announcements as part of Xbox Game Pass this week. And I have to give it to This is a much better lineup. Xbox that they are they are coming. Crushing. And they are not they're, they're not coming, yeah. down. But, um, this, but this just so, solidifies our theories that they're always going to be pushing Game Pass. Well, I think everything versus is the general, gold because all the gold games yeah. suck, but Game Pass well, is rocking. Well, that, that's why I kind so. of agree that I think gold is going to go away eventually. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But when you look at this lineup, right, you have Outriders will be day of, day mm-hmm. one launch on Game Pass. Yeah. So honestly, for anybody that has an Xbox that was planning on pre-ordering Outriders and you already have Game Pass, you might as well just cancel your pre-order because you get it for free right there. Right. And you can at least try it out and figure out what it is. But the other big one is Octopath Traveler. Octopath. Yes. Which was exclusive to exclusive. the Switch in terms of oh a console. It's yeah, going man. to be on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. That's so dope. That's awesome. Um, you got Yakuza, so, Noir, you got Squadrons. You got this is a solid lineup. Dude. Yep. This is a Undertale. Um, I think overall, when you look at the the grand scope of things over the last week and a half of all the announcements that have been made, including you know finalizing Bethesda and everything, Microsoft is coming. They're they're tr- they are coming back, and I have to give Phil Spencer and his team, you know, Aaron Greenberg and, and Bodie and all them uh, huge props for what oh, they're yeah. doing and what they're trying to give the Xbox community and ecosystem. I'm just curious to um, know how much they're like trying to, how much they're giving for these major games like these, you know, like Octopath was originally only on it, on the switch under what they're giving to have it travel over to Xbox. Oh, gotcha. You like, know what, what, what the deal what, was in order to get what's it? What's the trade off? Yeah. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Who I knows? mean, that's what I'm curious. Like, it probably wasn't that big of a of a sale because I don't think yeah. that game sold a shit ton on Switch. Like, I no, it did not. It was like a massive hit, right? Yeah. And they probably just signed an exclusivity like clause and the phrases mm-hmm. up. And now Microsoft's like, we'll come in and buy that shit now. Yeah. It is a fantastic. <laughs> it's a fantastic it's game, a though. Amazing game. Octopath yeah. is an amazing yeah. game. So good. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and I, and so, I definitely have to get, agree with Matt for giving them props, especially with Game Pass, because I mean, like with this lineup, it's not making me want to get an Xbox, but with the amount of PC, I I, I would consider it. <laughs> See, and here's the thing: yeah. is we've even after last week and everything like that, is I've already in the back of my mind um, been toying with getting an S. Anyways, um, for Halo and Forza and and some of this stuff, you know, I not gonna lie some of this lineup if i 
didn't exactly have the funds to go out and buy games or had games already on an Xbox account. This is huge. These are some big games, um, you know, that will eat up time. And the fact you're going to have a new release day of on Game Pass that is not an Xbox first party studio. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to come out as a big multiplayer. It's going to be, yeah. Rad. So it's expected Um, to be pretty big. Yeah. So. So, yeah. So props to Xbox and whatnot. So, um, so let's, let's segue into our own announcements. Um, Drum roll, please. Drum, I mean, <laughs> the fact I, I, I get to first, I want to, I'm going to preface this with, as I make this announcement, guys, um, <clears throat> the announcement we're about to make guys, we could not do it without our fans, our listeners that have been on this journey with us since January 1st of 2019. Um, That's so long ago. The listeners from around the world that have allowed us to at least brighten your day at some point. Um, The guests that we have had on um, in a lot of cases have become um, good friends of ours. I mean, Jared, present company included. Yeah. Um, you know, we couldn't have done it too without our guests as well, taking the time out of their day and and entrusting in a small independent podcast at the time starting up that we weren't going to do anything that would jeopardize their careers in terms of exposing NDAs. Nope. Those are weirdos things. like us. Yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> right. trying to be as professional um, as, as possible and, and have them as comfortable as possible. So with that, thank you comes that we have a officially been signed. (laughs) Um, And Jared, I, I thank you for the opportunity that you you and, and cosmic wire are going to present us. Dude, we're, we're so excited to offer it to you. I mean, I remember years ago when I met you on Twitter, and I don't even remember what we were yep. talking about, some video game thing. Or <laughs> some BS video game. It really was. I don't remember what it was, too. I'd have to go way back. That's and a long time, like, too. had me on the show, and I started listening to the show, and I met all you guys, and you guys are like the real deal. You know, I'm like, the world <laughs> needs more of the real deal. So the fact that we were able to, like, offer this to you guys and kind of move on to the next level in crashing game nights existence like I'm, I'm just happy to be part of it too this is going to be such a cool and awesome experience and watching you guys grow and turn this into a bigger thing and yep just it's just rad rad to be able to be part of it on this side thank you man thank, thank you, you so much absolutely yeah. it just and means a lot that, to have that support it's yeah. so insane all the support <laughs> <laughs> and and with that guys our listeners or fans that have come accustomed to the logos we have behind us, the logos old school, old that school we have on our shirts. Today, um, oh, gee, I want to say, guys, these are these logos are officially being retired, so yep. to speak. Um, they may come back as classic editions for T-shirts, collectors' and stuff. items, yeah, um, limited edition. <laughs> but we now do have a new logo. Yeah, and yeah, and I want to thank. Jared as well with helping with input on the new logo. Um, Cause it's definitely something that was outside of our, our existence, but 
Oh man, we got the new logo. Hold on, guys. I gotta, I gotta look for. Hold on, there, there, there. Oh, there we go. And we have the new couch. New couch. We are. We got more pillows now, baby. More pillows. Yep. We moving on up. More coming on up, baby. And with that, everybody, we have also redesigned the website for everybody as well, which has taken a lot of work. Um, to redesign our it website and simplify yeah. it for everybody. Um, so the website is now live, everybody, if you want to go check it out. But we've yes. uh, enhanced it so you guys have the new our new player because we've actually switched our platform hosting as well to another provider. Um, the nice thing with this player is that it will allow you to sh- um, you know, hit the, the share it button and you will be able to go to whatever podcast platform you listen to us on and it will allow you to just it'll load right into your player um and you'll be able to go right on there so we've simplified our layout for you guys um our fan store we will be having the new new shirts and stuff um will be loaded after the weekend um we're still working on the designs on those um however i want to give um shout outs to our buddy pierre yeah, yeah. McDermott for Pierre, designing baby. our new, <laughs> our new characters um, for this. Um, oh my god! So you, this first time we're we're kind of showing this. We've had a couple of them for emotes for a little bit. But this is our first real. They're out in the world, so we've got. Of course, I'm, you've got I'm me, literally we wearing that right now. I'm wearing shorts, <laughs> um, a black shirt, and my beanie. <laughs> minus minus the junkless. I'm going barefoot. Um, I mean, we all know me. Uh, Uncharted is my absolute favorite series. So, of course, he kind of drew me as a little bit of Nathan Drake and, and a tie-in. And, of course, we've got our our Mega Man, you know, I Jason, should have, I should have pulled it our out Archer. All right now, man. Like, let me, hey, boom. Let, let me Go. pull that out real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. Our archer, Theo, man. Looking I just good. love that he yeah. drew my dog with it, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. Um, so, yeah, we will uh, potentially look at doing some special edition shirts and stuff later on down the road with the, uh, the characters and stuff. And we've got some other things that are in the works that are way down the line. But to this guy's still ultimately thank you. This was all because of the fans. Yes, yeah, and absolutely. I, I cannot be more humbled and more thankful for every for everybody that has turned you know tuned into us especially since we moved over to twitch um you know those couple of people that, that show and then we've got everybody that listens to us go to podcast so um thank you thank you thank you so much thank you everyone um, so much a lot. and we've got we've got some things that are planned in the works that from, from a guest perspective and everything that we hope that, you know, you guys have come to, to trust in us that we've had guests on from, you know, music and, and film and the gaming industry to actually talk about their actual careers and what it's like to get into those different businesses. Um, what it's like, I have no idea what Jason's in the process of doing right now. I can't um, kind of, kind of scared at the moment. But I mean, honestly, compare it to Jerry and his kangaroo suit. Nothing could be that bad. So, first of all, that, um, that wasn't that. That was awesome. That was <laughs> hilarious. 
Really? Yeah, me and the, me and my little homie. You didn't like my little homie? Uh, I don't know. The way you showed up, it was kind of like you were drunk already. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's we all know Jason's the seltzer person, but yes. But yeah, so absolutely. So welcome to the new crashing game night. Um, we were so. Oh, there he is! Oh my God, <laughs> there he is! Oh, he's got it! <laughs> oh my God, I love it! Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. You know, I had a. You know, <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome! It on, you know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you had that. So yeah, we'll still do our uh, our blog and everything for everybody that enjoys reading the articles and, and whatnot. So. Dude, that is amazing. Where did you get that? Dude, uh, oh. my wife actually got it for me uh, many, many, uh, many, many years ago. <laughs> I, I, think that, I think that needs to Dude. become a regular thing with Jason because the Mega Jerry, Man. Jerry's got beanie. It's, it's, we got no, Jason no, no, no. with Mega Man. The, the problem is hard because like all my hair just like gets trapped oh like, yeah all over in it it's, then, then you have to properly feather it again yeah get it, get it, gotta, like, <laughs> properly clothed and yeah it's all the grooming <laughs> you know what we you know what we'll do we'll find you the blaster i know the black yes the, yeah we'll find you the blaster dude oh no i got the blaster Quick. too you know i didn't want to bring that out dog bro you want me to go off screen <laughs> no no not right now i mean next time we'll bring we'll make it a thing oh now, now that we know these things are within <laughs> our possession, with exception of my stuff, I feel like we need to go to Comic Con in our oh Crashing Game Night costumes. Oh my goodness! One year, that would oh, be I'm amazing. totally down. <laughs> that I, like, I, I'll be so comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. Like, you know, oh, you would. You just need to throw on a cape. Oh, that's all I have to do. Everything else, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You guys actually have to wear costumes. <laughs> Uh, i'm down um mine's not really a costume just saying just, oh that's true not, yours, not, yours not, would definitely be comfortable too, as well yours would I be think, functional i think yeah. jason's and mine would be the hardest to yeah. come by and oh. put on <laughs> that'll be funny yeah jay yeah, yeah. matt would just be like yeah you know it's a regular tuesday you know. sweet yeah yeah and then, and then easily, easily jerry and matt could always be like we don't know these guys <laughs> <laughs> we're walking this direction <laughs> Right. <laughs> turn my, turn my cape so, into like a hood really quick. <laughs> so with that being said, what's uh what's ever been playing? Jared, I will I will let you go first. As Jared a guest. Or Jared, which one are we on? Jared. Jared. Oh, Jared. Our guest. Oh. I've been uh I've been uh, doing a lot of uh, Ghost of Tsushima, you know, I I nice. went, went through the whole thing and I did like all the legends mode and I finally got every trophy in that game even on the dlc but the legends mode's really fun it's got kind of some like diablo stuff going on you're rolling gear there's a lot of quests you know i hope to kind of expand mm-hmm. it but pretty much ran that one into the ground so i started with uh, death stranding you know like a couple days ago because it was just one that i missed and i i love all of his games you know in general yeah. not not sure that i'm loving this one so far um i think it's beautiful and, and amazing but it's also like we talked it's about different it. I'm just kind of delivering packages. So. Yeah, it's different. It really is different. Yeah. 
And yeah. then, you know, I've been um, trying to finish up my plat on Demon Souls, and uh, I'm playing the Bowser's Fury on Switch. And uh, that's Oh, is that? Fun. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. So it's a great Mario game. Um, that's kind of kind of my wheelhouse right now, though. All right. Theo? Uh, I've been keeping it pretty minimal because um, I've been up in the training because I'm getting a little excited for going back to a tournament in May. So I've nice. been upping up the training just a little bit. So I've been sticking with Apex with the boys and uh, some Destiny 2 still. Still been enjoying that. Just the nice. just the just the instant gratifications. Like you just have to spend fifteen minutes and you like accomplish <laughs> half the stuff for the day. <laughs> it, it, it just that little gratification. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. How about Jason. you, Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Jason. Yeah, we'll let Jerry uh, first. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, yeah, Apex with the boys, and uh, it's been that's been at the core, really, like my most fun that I've been looking forward to every day, but, um, and, and I'm slowly, Final Fantasy VII. yeah. And I'm slowly, I, I am hitting fun. If I'm playing anything else, it's final fantasy seven right now. After finishing cyberpunk, liar. I'm no, I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. I've actually, that's what's in my uh, PS five right now. Other than apex. And, and secretly red dead too. Here and there. No, 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 red. No, I can't. I can't even walk that line, bro. Because you already know. I was. I'll, say, get, I'll get back your, into uh, it. I looked at your profile, and dude, that's an impressive amount of hours in that in that game. <laughs> yes, bro. It is. I, I for it, man. Like no, like no joke. I'll get like so far into the story, and like won't play it, and then I'll get back into it again, and I'll be like, no, nah, I want to go through the story. I'll restart it just to have just to do it. <sighs> Oh, I'll replay it. That's why I can't. That's why I can't walk that line, dude. I got to stay focused. Can't even have a taste, man. Can't. I can't even have a taste because then I'll get back into like hunting and the fishing. Fuck the fishing, bro. We will lose him forever if that's why I can't walk that line. That's why that's one of my favorite games. I'm done with it for now. I'm trying to get my backlog. So Final Fantasy right now. (laughs) The Rockstar, just so you know. If you I ever come you out with Red Dead 3 oh, and God. you come out, just make the biggest thing ever and make it cost like $2,000, you're guaranteed oh. Oh, that God. Jerry will buy it. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy the collector edition. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, he will. Oh, man. Red Dead 3. That would be sick. Be Jason, insane. how about you, man? Oh, uh, dude, um, I don't even know, man. Like... I've been I've been watching a lot of shows lately. Like yes. I haven't really been gaming. What you been watching? Uh, binged Wandavision within like two days. Nice, yes. really. What do you think? Um, you know, it made okay. So let me preface this. I it made me want to go through the entire MCU from literal right chronological start to chronological finish. Not order and released but like right the, the actual timeline. timeline the timeline right oh that disney plus God. graciously has <laughs> yeah so yeah which which it like we we me, both me and Ro were looking it up we're like oh let's check it out like see what and then disney plus has it just right in that same order oh I yeah mean, give or take one or two that like they i guess they can be like overlapped yeah swapped it like makes no difference but finished that had actually was like whoa like about episode five six 
that's when I just started to be like, yo, I can't, I, like, just mind boggled. Uh, <laughs> binged, dude, binged. stopped it too. Like, I have to power through this. Everyone tells me, right? Oh, uh, like, dude, yes. it's, yeah. It's, but it's, but it's going into start. it, going into it, just yeah. expect a Wanda Vision show. Just, right. just, just watch. Like, yeah. the don't best listen to any Jerry. of the noise or the theories. Don't, Wanda don't and listen Vision to, show. Yeah, don't listen to Jerry. Don't listen to Matt. Don't listen. Well, Theo hasn't really talked as much about it, <laughs> but just watch it as a regular show. Just yeah. watch it as a regular show. Don't yeah. don't with with zero backstory. Just watch it as a regular yeah. show. It's a yeah. lot better that That's way. Okay. It is a lot better that Very way. Very true. I was uh, agreeing with you, bro. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then I binge watched uh, the the Queen's Gambit. That's so good. Dude, so, so good. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm watching Resident Alien right now. I'm a, I'm an old Firefly I'm fan. Much. Alan Tudyk is the man. Oh, man. I, have to say, I haven't really liked it's really funny. that show that much. Oh, it's like, really Alan funny. Tudyk like, plays the character perfect, but I think the writing is still a little lacking for him. It's I, I like it. Watching watching Queen's Gambit, like it made me like, oh my god. I went on to Twitch just to watch some chess <laughs> chess channels. Could I went watch chess on YouTube? Like all these Yeah, Jared, Jared knows That's what I'm talking awesome, about, man. man. Like and it was perfect because they had the Magnus uh invitational on I was like, oh my, oh god. my god. I was like in the kitchen, I was like, Oh my god, you see that move? And I was like <laughs> Oh my god! It totally I'm, got you hyped for the game. Oh then guy's so hyped. You know, oh, that's cool. so I've been watching a lot of shows lately. Um, well, what are we on right now? Right now, we're she's watching a lot more of Paradise PD. Like we're going between Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, and nice. I've just been doing pretty much dailies for both Final Fantasy, Destiny, here and there. I'll pop in. Wait, uh, Destiny. Or I mean, uh, Division. Division. Okay, I was gonna say if you're playing Destiny with that, we I'm gonna be. (laughs) I I know you on PC, and I got nobody on PC with me. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, then once in a while, don't worry. He's just he's just moving on from ditching us to now ditching you. Destiny Uh, Destiny crossplay is coming this year. (laughs) Which if if it does, I might steal it from my my uh, brother-in-law. It's still, got it. it's still free to play. Yeah, so no, it's not like all this the craziness, but um, but yeah, and then once in a while, pop in Phoenix Wright while I'm uh, having like dinner or something, working on uh, the second one, Justice for All. So, mm. got, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. Not too bad. Did you guys any any recommendations of shows, movies? Uh other than Resident Alien, I'm trying to f- finish what I start. So uh, I started Modern Family on Hulu. One that my wife and I found that like we're I'm totally not into this kind of genre at all ever. But have you guys ever watched Alone? Do you know what Alone is? No. So mm-hmm. it's on a it's on Hulu or Netflix. No, one I think that's those. Netflix. Yeah, it's on. They just put it on there, and it's like they drop people off in like the middle of. South America or or ones in Mongolia or like uh-huh. I, I saw the trailer oh, yeah yeah and like they they have to film themselves living alone for like in the first couple seasons like they didn't have any of the like regulations so like people are like calling emergency evacs because like bears are coming into their camps oh shit absolutely insane and like I don't like any of the, that kind of 
wilderness like i'm not into watching hunting shows or anything but i swear to god this is the most entertaining thing i've ever seen in my you know what there is one show i will suggest if if if, if only but if you're a fan of uh silence of the lambs i love that well oh, on clarice? cbs yeah the show clarice it it starts first of all the, the actor that they found to play clarice starling mm-hmm. as as a young clarice starling because this takes up after the Buffalo Bill case and what she's been doing in the FBI. And the actor is superb. She's got the accent totally down. And the show is actually really good. If you, if you love the serial killer or like, or like a a mystery kind of cases, Um, I would say it's, it's doing silence of the lambs justice. So I would suggest that show and resident alien. Surprisingly, you might not be into the genre because it is like a romance film, but I was greatly surprised how much I enjoyed it. It's a movie on Amazon Prime with Jaden Smith and Cara Delevingne. It's called Life in a Year. Huh. I saw, I saw that trailer. It's oh. so good. It's very surprising how well Jane that, did. That reminds me too. Like I have to. Like we watched uh, Coming to America, the first one. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yesterday. Oh, yeah, so, I just, oh, the first I just saw one. The sequel. Yeah. I just so, saw the second yeah. one. So tomorrow we're going to be watching <laughs> Justice League and Coming to America too. Oh, there you go. Or Coming to America. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yo. So it's I. I. I it's weird. Like just been needing to unwind and decompress the brain a little bit so you know just nice. how about you, Matt? Binge, you binge watching? matt play matt uh well animal crossing <laughs> i mean yes um, thank you for you sending know. me stuff since i haven't been playing <laughs> yes <laughs> I, appreciate um, it. <laughs> I got a little inspiration because i received stonehenge um over the last week from gulliver so i did a little bit of an ode to zelda lost woods on my island <laughs> that's funny um and it is completely walled off so you have to find the way into it that's um, funny. so um <laughs> i did get a video of that posted up on our tiktok channel um Spoilers. you know showing it everything and, and whatnot but it was a lot of fun to do it now if they do the master sword um for like the anniversary of zelda and stuff later in the year Oh yeah, Stonehenge is getting flipped out, and the Master Sword's going right on it. Dress <laughs> up my character as Link. That's what I want. <laughs> um, they got it. They have to do something like that. Been, they did it for Mario, right? Yep, they did it for Mario. Probably. Um, been playing uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three some more. Getting further on in that story. Um, just got Daredevil and Elektra and Iron Fist in that one, um, and then of course uh, some Apex Legends. Yep. You find folks, which Jerry and I got to win the other night. Hey, want to win a chicken I'm dinner, still, guys? I'm still surprised oh, yeah, that I've actually been enjoying Apex. I don't like Battle Royale games, but I've been enjoying Apex. Jared, have, and, Jared, have you been playing uh, Gone on the Apex bandwagon? I have never We're, touched Apex. It feels like I have to do this because I have so many friends telling me to play Apex. It is a lot of fun. Like we, We're coming from like the Call of Duty. It's a good COD replacement. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when they find stuff that's broken, like they just found out with the replicators, they will remove it from the game until they fix it. Whereas COD will just leave the shit in there and keep letting it get exploited and they'll fix it whenever. Yeah. 
with an extra 20 to 100 gig update. And yep. you guys should all play Legends and Ghost of Tsushima because that is yes. awesome. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I gotta get around. I to do want to get back into that too. Like, it's a super yep. like just like raid orientated like survival things like mm-hmm. gear. Roll. It's it's very like kind of like Borderlands yep. Diablo type of a thing. Oh wow. Hmm. That sounds so, actually really good. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, I, I actually haven't tried the Legends part yet. Yeah, it's. Really oh, I thought you did or, not. We've been no, we've been talking about it. But, yeah. Um, okay. That'd be sweet. I mean, we, so, yeah, maybe we will. So with that, guys, I, Jared, thank you for crashing as always. Thanks, yep. You always have a spot on the couch. Bam, um, the new and improved couch. <laughs> the new and improved couch. First, you know, <laughs> the first booty. <laughs> the first, yeah, I, I have to say, I kind of think Jared's. Chair looks a little more comfortable than the couch right now. <laughs> Dude, right? more pillows, man. More pillows. That's right. <laughs> the first indent. The first indent. Yes. First indent. The, first, the first indent always yep. feels uncomfortable. The sh- you got the Sheldon spot. Yeah, the chair definitely has Sheldon spot. You got the Sheldon spot. <laughs> <laughs> Newman says that's the thing. Keep throwing alternatives, Jerry. He will never get to FF7. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will. I'm staying focused. As always, guys, you know, thank you for crashing game night with us. Um, As always, if you like what you heard, guys, um, make sure to, you know, follow us on that podcast platform that you're listening to us on. Um, Certainly, you can head on over to uh, crashinggamenight.com, check out the articles, check out uh, in game videos. Um, We have the player on there, so you can absolutely find us on the platform that you prefer to listen to us on. Uh, If you want to be part of the show, leave us a voicemail. You know, there's a let link me know, right let me the know what to watch next. I've been binge watching um, a lot. Jason <laughs> needs help. Let me know. Jason I, needs I help need beyond help. just like, what to watch. Uh, Jerry doesn't need recommendations anything. on games because he needs to finish right. Final Fantasy. I'm gonna be. First. I need to stay focused. Yep. I'll be stay down focused. for anything except for Theo's uh, suggestion of One Piece. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> sir, then, I know it is so good. I know Bro. it is so good, but it is like, it's like seven. All right. 7,000 episodes long. Like, Compromise. <laughs> my Hero Academia or Attack oh, on Titan? <laughs> I've, I've done My Hero. I've, I'm caught up with My Hero. but uh, boy. Attack season on Season 5 out this year. Hey, Attack on Titan after season 1. No. Like, it's kind of like... <laughs> let's know. skip Attack on Titan. Um, I've got some bad memories of an E3 trip. We'll, we can talk about that another <laughs> night. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so for everybody, though, um, as always, though, be excellent <laughs> to each other in all these times. And please, above all else, stay frosty. Frosty, frosty, frosty. That's right, baby. That's right, all my nerds. Stay frosty. Stay cool. Stay in the breeze. That was my little radio DJ uh, deal. Uh, Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, Thank you for listening. And please hit that voicemail. We want to hear your voices. We want to hear your thoughts, your expressions. You know, please join us whenever you want. And uh, once more... The struggle is real. Keep showing support for the Time's Up. Black Lives Matter. Uh, now, Asian American stop Asian Asians. Hate. Stop Asian hate. Uh, stop the hate. Once, All just the hate. stop the hate overall. Yeah. Once again, this is about compassion. This is about love. And just, you know, open a door for someone. Let someone sit down if, they, if, if they're if they looking like they're struggling. Show, show some compassion out there. And uh, spread the love. Thank you, guys. Jared, thank you again for crashing game night with us. Thank you so much. Thank you from the guys at Cosmic Wire as well. Yes. You guys are always welcome on this couch. 
every single time. Um, definitely, all everybody out there, please, please, please. We are at phase one, phase two almost of the, all these vaccines coming out. So if you have the ability to, like Matt, do sign up. Like Theo, please be on the waiting list because they are coming out fast and like a lot at one time. Uh, thankfully for myself, I was able to get mine first shot today. But please, all you guys out there, as soon as we get more and more vaccines, please get those. Uh, it is very, very like necessary so we can get back to a normal life that we can reminisce and figure out how normal life was a year and a half ago almost. Um, stay safe out there. Please social distance. Wash your hands. Wear a mask all times. You know, again, just be nice to each other. Just like Jerry, just like Matt saying, you know, be kind and rewind, man. <laughs> as always, as always, thanks guys for watching. Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow TTFN. Ta-ta for now. Good night, everybody. Good.